0: What's going on,
1: people? This is the Hey, what's up,
0: y'all? This is Kel Mitchell.
1: Picky Wine is that would be me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Brian Hooks.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole.
1: Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy Kemp on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. <laughs> what up? What up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club.
0: What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Topbox. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell.
1: Yo, what's up everybody, this is Cardi Cortez
0: Well, hello there, I am Jekyll and Carr Good afternoon, it's Jess with the Mess Hey everyone, this is Faith Jessie. My name is Kid from Kid and Play
1: peace to the planet charlemagne the godhead what's up y'all las vegas It's said entertainer i want you to download and tune into the
0: greatest gospel station in the las vegas area it's the number one gospel station
1: number one gospel station number one
0: gospel radio check it out i need you to do me a favor i need you to go download anointed radio app From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For
1: 24/7 gospel.
0: Make sure to check out their website at AnointedRadioNetwork.com. Music for the soul,
1: music for your spirit, music to lift your heart.
0: That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You're dreaming about some gospel.
1: Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy wouldn't steer you wrong. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt, because gospel is what it's all about. <laughs>
0: Hello, 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 everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and sorry for the the late start but we are here we are in the virtual world of youtube and twitch and instagram and facebook hello everybody we're going to start off in normal fashion but before we start go ahead and make sure that you you register with anointed radio by hitting some likes some shares and 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 let me see some hearts and and be with us today we're going to have a great interview tonight all right guys so make sure you share like subscribe download the anointed radio app for 24 hour gospel and um Today, we're going to do like normal fashion. We're going to do a prayer and scripture. Our our scripture we come out today is Psalm 73 and 26. And it says, my flesh and my heart may may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God is your strength when you are weak. Even when your body feels, he still gives you that strength to do things that people like, man, how are you able to do that? How are you able to have COVID and still be able to sing sing him praises? How are you able to have all this sickness going around you, but you're still able to be strong and and witness and and, and do ministry and do all these things? Because God gives you that strength. Your strength comes from God. So every time that you feel weak, every time you feel like you can't keep going on, remember to give it to God because God's going to give you that strength. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for bringing us here today, Lord, to be able to have a breath in our body, to be able to see, to be able to do the normal things that we like to do, to bring us through this week, even though some people didn't even make it through this week, God. We just want to give you thank you. God, we just ask you to be able to, to let us be able to. Reach the people that need to hear something tonight, Lord. Let something be said. God, let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and even touch somebody with the hardest heart to say, what can I do to be saved? God, we just ask you to enlarge the territory of anointed radio to get to new airwaves, to new broadcasts, to new cities, to new countries, to new people, so we could be able to show a great representation of you, God. God, I ask you to be able to bless everybody under the sound of my voice, that they could be able to establish a relationship with you, that they could be able to reestablish relationships wherever something may have been broken. God, be able to show the evidence of you in their life in the everyday things of your amazing grace and all the things that you've done in our lives, God, be able to reveal it, Lord. God, break every chain of any type of habit or anything that is holding back. God, I ask you to just be able to bless everybody in the sound of of my voice to be able to truly trust you in everything they do, in all walks, in all acts that they do in their life. Let them be able to involve you and trust you with it, God. God, I, I thank you. I glorify you. I give you all the glory and all the praise. And let something be said tonight that can really make a change in someone's life. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 How y'all doing, y'all? This is Pastor Jay. And you'll know I always got something to say. What I got to say is this. You can follow me at Jalon on all social media platforms. You see it on the screen. Anointed Jalon. A-N-O-I-N-T-E-D j-a-y-l-o-n anoint your lon on all social media platforms and if you want to get my music you could check it out on all digital music streaming platforms you got the jesus you make me happy the renew my praise the slip away uh woke up bless um spirit flows through me and and my newest song can i get a little grace you could get that in all digital streaming platforms stream it tell your radio people to play it in your city share it put it on playlists it's got to a million i got this year two songs on soundcloud soundcloud is my platform let's get it you got to find your platform where people listen to you uh i got a million for uh spirit flows through me and a, mil- a million for can i get a little grace so to god be the glory for all the doors that's open all the radio stations that are playing it i thank you all the spotify playlists that Picked it up. I thank you as well. So, shout out to everybody. And we're going to do our roll call of the sick and shut in because my co hosts, they, you know, they, they sick and shut in. I got some that's sick and some that's traveling, some that's birthday turns up. So, first, let's go ahead. We have the prophetess, prophetess Tish. She's out today, but make sure you go follow her on all Feverly Creations. She has a conference coming up next year. It's going to be dope. It's going to be major. It's going to be in Alabama. So definitely keep your eyes on what Prophetist Tish and Feverly Creations is doing. Another person is make sure you go check out Simi So Real. I know she had her, her final comedy show here in Las Vegas, Christian comedy, clean comedy. She definitely rocked the house. So definitely look and what she's doing she's gonna do some great things next year as well we got Prophet. uh no see i might be speaking something oh let me stop let me uh we have psalmist marvette the artist miss marvette m mta psalmsis or you know i think I, I think that's what her instagram is make sure you guys go follow her as well and we have the birthday boy today today is his birthday bishop mercy coming y'all he he I, he had a birthday day, so, you know, he out there enjoying another year of life. So, everybody, make sure you guys go tell Mercy that it is his birthday and happy birthday. Amen. With that, that is all the announcements, but let's go into sports. And with sports, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders beat the Kansas City Chiefs just recently, which gives them their chance at the playoffs. Las Vegas, they might have a chance. Let's, let's, let's come all to pray, please. Everybody lift up your hands towards the Raiders, y'all. We have the La- Las Vegas Knights. We have the Las Vegas Aces. They didn't brought championships home. We an, It would be amazing. It would be a work of God if we could have the Raiders here at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Be at the Super Bowl. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? But definitely shout out to the Las Vegas Raiders for that win. And shout out to the head coach. He's doing his thing. He's really changing the program around. Shout out to the Las Vegas Aces. Our lady Aces, our champions, two-time champions. Shout out to them. Shout out to the Las Vegas Knights. The Las Vegas Lights, the Las Vegas Aviators, and soon to be Las Vegas Athletics—we're becoming a sports mecca here in Las Vegas, and Anointed Radio is here for it. So definitely make sure that you stay involved with your local Las Vegas sports. Amen, amen. And shout out to UNLV—even though you guys didn't make it to a bowl game, you probably would have did better than what North Vista and Utah did because we went to the Las Vegas Bowl game, and it was a very dry game, but. Shout out to North Vista for winning the Las Vegas bowl. You guys deserve it because Utah and blown a lot of people out and they struggle with y'all. So that showed a lot of caliber. Amen. Amen. With that, we're going to go ahead and bring up our guest. He is a man of, of many calipers. He has has so many accolades and he has done so many great things. And I just want to, you know, everybody's been on my show and heard, heard them calling Mr. Every, every praise. So, I, i'm I'm gonna let him talk more but we have the elder david bracken everybody
1: god bless you sir it is an honor to be with you uh they do call me uh mr every praise uh, uh it's just been a blessing so you know i'm excited and grateful to be here and be able to share with your audience and um you've been amazing over the years and we thank god for you uh glad to be here glad to be here excited
0: to God be the glory. We're happy to have you on. So, where can everybody follow you? You know, if your website, your social media's, uh, your 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 songs, where they're playing at, where can everybody get in a, a little piece of uh Mr. Every Praise?
1: Amen. Well, uh you can look up David Bratton on all the uh uh digital outlets uh the uh, my single eyes on you, but I've got tons of songs on Spotify and Um, uh, some of the other, all of the major digital outlets, uh, you'll find, just look up David Bratton, uh, Psalm 63, Eyes on You, Uh, what else? Uh, Goodness and Mercy, I'm with Zoe Ministries, I did a whole record with them. Um, Most people know me as the writer of Every Praise, uh, but I was also Timothy Wright's music director for 20 years. Wow. My first, the first time I ever contributed to a song was when I created the introduction for a song called Who's on the Lord's Side by Timothy Wright. And that was my first introduction into the gospel music market.
0: Okay. So you said it. I'm, I'm, we're, we're going to, we're, we're here. We're going to dig, dig down because I have so many questions. So first thing I want to ask. And just introduction my Baptist ways always come out when I do this. But go ahead and uh, introduce to some and reintroduce to others. Where is your hometown and where do you preside now?
1: Wow. So I was born and raised in Vallejo, California. In Valley, Joe. Yeah. Home First of Compunction, home of Sly and the Family Stone. 20 minutes from edwin and walter hawkins danny bell hall sylvester two tons of fun uh i used to see maurice white at love center he used to go to walter hawkins church so i grew up 20 minutes from them uh, went to college in south carolina and moved to new york and i've been in new york ever since uh working with greater allen cathedral zoe ministries god's blueprint and David Bratton, the David Bratton Company. So I'm in New York now. Right now, I'm actually in Palmy, Italy, uh, traveling with the Virginia State University Gospel Choir. So uh, God has moved me around,
0: and I'm blessed. Amen. So when I saw that you were from Vallejo, because I'm from Richmond, California. So, Wow. Come yeah, on, family. Yeah, I was like, that's Bay Area love right there. I was like, okay. And, and you know, a lot of people don't know that our hometowns are kissing cousins, what they would say, because there's a bridge that, that, that connects Richmond to Vallejo and Vallejo to Richmond. So um, one thing I would I would want to ask is this. What started your love for music?
1: Great question. So uh, in Vallejo, there was a, a, a lady uh, when I was growing up, I was like five years old. And she told my mom that she wanted to be my godmother, right? Her name was Millie Smith. She's still alive, Millie Smith. And she was the piano player at the church. And I used to love to stand behind her and watch her play piano every Sunday. It just mesmerized me. And I wanted to be like her. And then my mom played piano for Sunday school, but Millie Smith played for the church. And she taught the songs to the choir and uh i just loved watching her for years and um that kind of got me you know started i wanted to play an instrument in church um so i started off on drums Uh, i was a drummer uh, at second baptist church on benicia road i know you know that is Um, i do Yeah, the I think the pastor, the current pastor just passed away Reverend Fleetwood Irving, knew I was there when he came to Second Baptist. Wow. uh, So and then my first minister of music was Steve Roberts. Steve, Steve Roberts is the one. So he, Steve Roberts saw me as the drummer, but he knew I could play piano. So I'm sitting at home one Sunday afternoon and he calls me, he says, hey. I'm going to this church. I need you to meet me there. Right. So I get in my car, I meet him there and I get there with my drumsticks because I'm used to playing drums for everybody. Mm
0: -hmm. And he
1: says, no, I need you to play piano. So I was like, what? He literally, while the choir was singing, showed me these two chords. And he said, just play this. I'm going to get up off the piano and direct. And you're going to sit down and play. And I started playing in the middle of a service, in the middle of a concert, the first time I ever played piano in public. And Steve Roberts is the one who kind of springboarded me. He said, you're hiding behind the drums. Now uh, Him and another guy, Aaron Anderson, they said, you're hiding behind the drums, we're going to put you on keys. And that's, you know, that took got me going.
0: So I got to ask, with, with with the lady that was your godmom, that wanted to be yep. your godmom, what was your, her, the favorite song Cause everyone has that favorite song when when you admire someone that plays. What's the favorite song you you liked from her when she got behind the piano?
1: So she gave me my first solo. I'm working on a building. It's a true foundation. And she gave me that when I was five. You know, and so um, I went. i go back and visit her every summer, and. The last time I I visited her a few years ago, and she said to me, I told her how much I really loved to watch her play. She said, and I didn't realize, but she said I could only play in two keys, right? But for me, I'm a little five-year-old kid. All I knew was that this piano sounded amazing when she played. And so that just mesmerized me. And then when she gave me my solo, I'm working on the building. I was like on cloud 59. Right. You know, it was a blessing, man. It, those things you never know how those things are gonna inspire us, but it was a, definitely a blessing to me.
0: Okay, so I I gotta ask this question. So coming out of the Bay Area, going into South Carolina, you sure. you 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 did your you did your music thing, you're now going to South Carolina. What was how was the difference when you went from the Bay to South Carolina for you?
1: So uh it was very different. Um when I was in california uh first of all we had edwin hawkins walter hawkins daryl coley i mean the list go maggie winter daryl norman you know uh, i mean we had tons of um i used to go to daryl norman's rehearsal and that and watch this guy named maverick howard you know and so for years i'm going and then when i go to south carolina um There was they really didn't have major named, majorly named artists, you know, in Columbia, South Carolina, but they had great singers. They just didn't have great, you know, well-known leadership, but they had great singers. So when I got to South Carolina, in California, people were writing their own music, but in South Carolina, they were studying everybody's music. So you know, I got to college and I actually tried out for the, I was planning to play basketball. I wasn't planning to play for no choir at all. And, uh, I tried out for the basketball team. I found out years later that I, I didn't make the team because the coach thought I was from California and that California people thought they were better than everybody, blah, 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 all of that. (laughs) You know, And I was like, dude, I just wanted to play, (laughs) you know, but, when I didn't make the basketball team, I would hang out in the chapel, just playing the piano. And the choir director came in there. We need a piano player. I was like, I'm not playing for the choir. So the third day in the road this happens. The third day, all the tenors come in and they say, hey, go learn these songs. So it was a bunch of guys. I was like, okay, I'm good. And that's how I got to be part of the choir. And it was very different. And in South Carolina, I got to work with Keith Pringle he came in as an artist. I got to work with V. Michael McKay, uh writer for a, a Grammy winner, a stellar winner. Uh, and V. Michael McKay was the one who told me to start writing music. And then when I got to New York, Timothy Wright literally said to me in a rehearsal, so, OK, we're rehearsing for a recording. Next week, you're going to teach a song and we're going to put it on the recording. When I tell you that thing just made my head swim, but you know, God, you know, opened the door. So sometimes you need people to push you uh, into your next destiny. And that's exactly what God did.
0: So I, I have to ask your opinion on this. Do you feel like now that it's flip-flopped, where the Bay Area has some great singers that no one knows? And Absolutely. now the South has all the big names, everybody on billboards from the South or yep. or from the East Coast. And, Absolutely. And now the West Coast, after I felt like after um most of the Hawkins have passed away, that sure. that that was the last of the Mohegans of that era. Cause I remember growing up as a kid and going to a uh, Love Center in East mm-hmm. Oakland International and actually you know, enjoying service and Donnie McClerkin would come and T D would come and you know everybody in the late uh Carter Pearson would come. Like those. Those were the days that the Bay Area and even some in L.A. would have that. And now it seems like the, it was a major shift. Where yeah, LA- I
1: think it goes, it's, there are different seasons, um, but I. Uh, most recently I had a conversation with a young man at L.A. who worked closely with Edwin and Walter, uh, Deshaun Little, and I said, you know, we need to really do something in the Bay Area because all these talented singers – uh, and talented musicians, and there are not a lot of projects coming out of California. So I grabbed a young lady. I'm sure you know Lena Bird Miles. I was about uh, to
0: say she just won a stellar. I was about to say we had somebody from you know Miss Lena out of Antioch, California. We she she won uh, the stellar. I, I told yeah. her in person congratulations and how proud from a being a Bay Aryan because absolutely you know that gives some type of hope. You know, I, I know I've been acclimated in the city of Las Vegas, but I still know my roots of the Bay Area. But Absolutely. I realized when the um, I, I went back home and I, I talked to a lot of singers, and I said, "Where do you go to record?" And it was like, "Well, all the studios are in L.A." I said that was weird. Back in the right. days, studios everywhere in the Bay Area where you could go to Absolutely. Jack London or go to Sacramento or or go somewhere to record, and now there's a lot of, there's probably so many, there's probably a Jewel, a, a singer out there that we ain't never heard of, but sure. because there's no studio there and they can't get on the bus to get to LA, we haven't heard them.
1: Yeah, I actually grabbed Lena's sister, Lauren, put, put her in college, got her graduated through college, and now she's on, she's not on Eyes on You, but she she's in the background on Eyes on You, but she's going to be one of the lead vocalists on my next single after eyes on you as she travels with me everywhere. Um, and you know, Lauren has just been a great blessing and she's got a great ministry and I believe that God is going to open the door for her. So, you know, look out, there's more coming from the Bay.
0: I, I I'm all for it. I mean, I'm all for the support of it too, because we, we definitely have to have a well-rounded music of all different cultures because i feel like right now it's not a lot of representation for the west coast and i I definitely am for west coast especially because you know i've been standing up for las vegas because las vegas man las vegas got some singers out here y'all and Mm -hmm. we ain't just a strip and i heard there was
1: so my friend kevin was the. um kevin stencil is now in la i think he's playing for frankie beverly but he said there are some amazing singers in la and then david blakely told me the same thing so trust me we're coming to get it
0: man and and you said a legend right there david blakely comes and sets up every every what every year his white gala and he brings singers. so there's a lot of great talent on the west coast and i've been just advocating across this nation um to start being able to see those those artists so one thing i have to ask you and this is something so you 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 went from the west coast to the east coast and then you start just you was just like thrown into ministry to start getting into even industry how did that transition feel for you personally like, did you feel like you were ready or did you feel like you had a prep or, you know, because a lot of people are, are like, man, right? Like they would have been told, like you were told, write a song is going on the album. People would flake, people, you know, would get nervous, and, people freak yeah. out, panic, you know. So what was that process for you? Because it's not like a normal process just to get thrown in there and then to actually get recognized for you writing as well.
1: Yeah, so I had a great mentor in Elder Timothy Wright. Uh, when I tell you, he walked me through every stage of being active in gospel music. He took me to studios, he took me to recordings, he put me on recordings. He, you know, and he, um, you know, really took myself and my wife, he took, you know, both of us under his wing, and we became part of his family. I used to go to his house in the afternoons to just hang out. Uh, knew all of his sons who are now great musicians and pastors. Um, But he really walked me through it. And it was Timothy Wright who said to me, you know, I had been playing for him for years. I was very content playing for him. And he literally, you know, after letting me record a couple times on a couple of records and write a couple of songs, showing me how to keep it simple. uh, If you notice, every praise is like one of the simplest songs on the planet but that's because of the teaching of elder Timothy, Wright, And he just kind of walked me through it. And it got to a point where he literally kicked me off the choir and said, you need to go start your ministry because you're hiding behind me and God has bigger things for you. And, um, but he walked me through it and he was always there to help me. And then I was in church. I went to the same church as Hezekiah Walker. So, I was blessed to have Timothy Wright on one side, Hezekiah Walker on the other, and uh, just great pastors and leaders who just kind of walked me through the different stages of life. And uh, to be able to work in ministry with Timothy Wright first and then go work with Hezekiah Walker. And uh, Bishop Hez and I have been friends for a long time, and I believe that's how God kind of walked me through. Uh, You need somebody to walk you through it. And they really blessed me to be able to understand the dynamics of gospel music and to get involved.
0: Okay. So one thing I I want to ask on that is what was one thing that you felt like God was showing you through the process? Because sometimes God will show you the finishing process, the finishing project, the finishing creation, the finishing part. But then during the process, he'll show you little things about you. Like okay, you want to get here, okay, but what what, what you you have to do this and you gotta do that. So what were some of the things that God showed you during the process? Because you you didn't just come up in the church for one year and said I'm making an album. You said twenty years you yeah. was in church, you built relationships, you 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 studied the craft, you continued to to actually write, you 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 bettered yourself in every aspect, and then it came in fruition. It didn't just come overnight. So what, what was that process for you? So,
1: you know, you said it, you know, the success of anything um, is not necessarily your ability, but more so it's the relationships that you cultivate along the way. And uh, it was Timothy Wright that introduced me to Savoy and Malico Records. Um, and it was, you know, that was huge. and. He didn't have to do that, but he taught me about producing. And a couple of times, Timothy Wright would take me to the studio and he'd say, okay, there's an artist that needs a song. and I want you to go and work with her and the record label gonna pay for you to work with them. Right? And then Savoy Malico called me to re- produce uh, Alvin Darling in Celebration. And, you know, I didn't have any experience and I didn't, you know, I was, you know, new to producing but I knew how to, I had learned from Timothy Wright how to make music. And, you know, I was, my main thing, my main underlining theme in all of this was in my entire life, I just trusted God, you know, uh, in anything that I did, I just trusted God. And I really believed that God was everything that he said he was. And as long as I could walk, you know, with God through these stages and, I would just be, you know, dealing with, okay, God, you got to help me. When Timothy Wright said, you got to have a song ready, I said, okay, God, uh, you got to help me, (laughs) you know. Uh, When I started traveling on the road with Timothy Wright, I said, okay, God, you got to help me. Uh, When I started uh, producing his records and uh, doing all the musical arrangements for songs like Who's on the Lord's Side, Come Thou Almighty King, I asked God to help me you know and i leaned and trusted and still to this day i still lean and trust on god and i know that somehow or another even if i don't have a clue god is going to walk me through it and i think that is for every area of life i've been married over 37 years um uh been traveling doing ministry uh i'm a college professor at benedict college uh giving scholarships to students all across the country and in all of those things, when I first started, it was, you know, make you a little nervous. But I said, OK, God, you open this door. You're going to give me the resources and the understanding to be able to be effective in it. And trusting God has gotten me thus far.
0: Amen. OK, let's 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 move over and talk about your your biggest hit, which you briefly talked about, in which everybody calls you Mr. Every Praise. <laughs> and um one thing i want to ask about that is um you 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 wrote this song and you said in the beginning that you wanted to be simplistic with it where you know you make sure that uh what's up mr joe piggy has joined into the okay so um you wanted to be simplistic with every praise so i want to ask what was the first part that God gave you because you know you always get that part and you got to build. sure like, you know, uh, so what was that first part that God gave you for that song so
1: uh in 2008 uh I just come from a service at Island Cathedral with Reverend Elaine Flake who was preaching and she's talking about you know all the praise belongs to God give God all the glory you know everything you do is to the glory of God. Says, you know, This is all she's talking about in this sermon. So I go home and that that was a Sunday, that Monday, I started writing every praise is to our God, every word of worship with one accord, every praise, every praise is to our God, sing hallelujah to our God, glory hallelujah, it's to our God, every praise, every praise is to our God. And that's all I had, right? So that Thursday I go to rehearsal, I teach that part, and we sing that part for three years with modulations, but nothing else. Three years later, I added, God my savior, God my healer, God my deliverer. Yes, he is. And I had used those words in a song that I had written like in the mid-90s. Uh, but that song I never that song never did anything. But I took the drive off of that song that I had written before and I didn't plan to do it. We were just sitting in the service. And I started singing, God, my savior, God, my healer, God, my deliverer. So that song came to life. It started in 2008 and finished in 2011. I taught it to Bishop Walker in 2012.
0: Okay. And I know this song has been played billions of times. Like, I know everybody's church have sung that song. And I think the most uh, touching story was the little boy who was kidnapped. He Amen. said he was singing your song um, over and over until the, the kidnappers let him go. And that that's, as I know, that must have did something for you. Like, explain how, when you heard that story, how, how did you feel in that moment?
1: So it was Bishop Walker that called me, and he said, Dave, I'm going to send you this. He said, I'm going to send you a, a link. Just look at this story, right? And the story, so the story goes, the kid was kidnapped. And so he starts singing every praise, but he really starts singing the drive over and over. God, my savior, God, my healer, God, my deliverer. Yes, he is, yes, he, is. and he keeps singing that. He sings that over and over. And the kidnapper, you know, keeps telling him, shut up, stop singing that Jesus song. Stop singing that church music, blah, blah, blah kid keeps on singing, keeps on singing, keeps on singing. Finally, the guy pulls over and says, just just get out, get out, get out, you know? And, you know, the blessing, once I realized that that song saved a little boy's life, um, I was complete, you know? All of the times that had been played on radio and all the times that uh, it had been uh, listened to in a church or sung in a church, um i've heard washboard versions i've heard all different versions of every praise and all of them bless me because you realize that you you see that this is a message that god really downloaded and gave me and to give to the world and you see it being a blessing uh when that song saved his life i told bishop walker i said okay we did our assignment you know it 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 was great that I mean, the song is still doing well, but to save somebody's life directly and to be able to right. know about it was a, just a tremendous blessing. And I'm, you know, I'm in awe of God
0: with uh, the way that song has uh, blessed people around the world. Amen. So, man, that that's amazing to be a writer that your song it went past just the music industry part, but to really touch somebody, which mm-hmm. I know when, when you wrote it, A lot of times as artists, we get to be perfectionists where we're like, oh, it's not this and it's not that. And uh, no one's going to like it because we're the worst critic. And then to finally hear, you know, later, like, man, even though it took years, I I just taught one part and didn't finally add it like Legos, the last part of it for it to finally like really touch somebody to save someone's life. I just think that's just amazing. and That's great how God works. Yeah, it so, was
1: a, a tremendous blessing, and I tell you, you could never, you have to give God the glory, because honestly, none of us is this smart to do this kind of marketing for one song. It had to be the grace of God, so I'm grateful to God for taking this song to 60 countries, 120 languages, and circling the globe at least five times. That's the glory of God.
0: So I got—I have to ask this part, and we'll get off on this and get to your new stuff. So- um, what would be your word of advice for uh for younger songwriters that are just feeling like, man, this song is too simple. Oh man, this song, this ain't it. Or man, I'm just gonna dead it. Like the 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 frustrated songwriter. What so, inspiration would you give them?
1: Yeah. So when I first taught every praise, um, I was reluctant to teach it. I, somebody had to make me teach it my friend Stanley was we were at alleys like Dave revenue lane says, you know, she's tired, but she wants us to do some new songs. that She's never heard produce some new music. And I started teaching. I When he asked me about teaching a song, I said, I got four lines, not done. He said, well, let's just teach it Thursday night and see how it goes. So I started teaching it, you know, and I'm used to, you know, the choir is used to singing Walter Hawkins music and Richard Smallwood music. And, here i come with these little four lines and i'm thinking and you know you never you always have that nervousness um but i trusted once again i just trusted god i said okay i'm gonna teach this song i don't care if they laugh at me or think it's corny i'm just going to teach it and let's see what happens and we started we taught the taught the song at rehearsal sung it that sunday um, and it actually you know i started singing it lynette hawkins used to sing it every sunday at love center you know but you have to remember that this is you're not in charge of the music god is in charge of the music and the best thing that i ever did was not be afraid to teach it you know i taught it to hezekiah walker i taught it at the edwin hawkins seminar and the choir from japan took it to japan and the largest choir to ever sing it is in japan thousand people you know so you know i would sell every writer you know practice just to start teaching your songs to your church choir first of all you get the experience of teaching and then you get to hear how the song you know how it lands and how it fits in service um and you'll know a song is good if the mothers will sing it and the grandmothers will sing it
0: you know you did all right hey man i i received that okay i like that so yes, sir. um your new your new your new project let's talk about it What was the inspiration behind your new project? So uh,
1: even in this conversation, uh, my bottom line is I trust God. And the song, the single we put out first is Eyes on You. And Eyes on You basically talks about keeping your eyes on God, no matter what, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're looking at, no, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter who you're dealing with, no matter how life has its twists and turns you got to keep your eyes on God because at the end of the day, he's the only one that can walk you through every obstacle. He can walk you through the good times, the bad times, the well times, the sick times, uh, the successful times, the not so successful times. And so Eyes on You is basically like a motto song for me. Uh, I'm going to keep my eyes on God no matter what. And it's not an accident that that is the first single that we put out. Um, I'm excited about it. And it really speaks about my heart uh, as far as trusting God. So when I say eyes on you, um, <laughs> I trust God in everything. And this song speaks to sentiments of my heart.
0: Okay. So do you have any um features that you want to add on to it is because i know it's going to be a full album right so to to release who you're going to have as a feature some artists that's coming on anybody that we might know or some new people that we might not know
1: yeah so on this song josh copeland and then i introduced the new choir uh the benedict college uh choir i introduced on this record uh they'll be i'll be because i'm at benedict college i'll be working on a project with them they'll be coming out later this year early next year uh early in two th- early in 2025 rather um also uh lauren bird lena bird Miles' sister is on my next single he'll be there um uh working with a young man by the name of jason claiborne who wrote uh you're all i need mm-hmm. uh, by hezekiah walker and he wrote better by hezekiah walker um also working with a couple of uh the jeanette byardale who was the one of the original stars in the color purple on broadway uh and just working with uh so you know we got some new people coming i'm working with a couple of people from sunday's best and uh just artists who are friends of mine i've i've been working in the industry uh behind the scenes for years so and i never called in favors so Uh, I'm starting to call my friends and say, hey, you know, come work with me on this project. Let's do something together. Um, I believe that the gospel community uh, is more powerful when we all work together. So my goal is to uh, just pull people together the same way Timothy Wright did. He used to pull together all. He was the only one who ever pulled together all the artists in New York to work together on one project. And um, I like to do things like that. working with all my brothers here in new york and then i um, i really in my heart of hearts i really want to come back to california and do a major project in the bay area uh with all the great choirs and great artists that are there so i'm looking forward to
0: going back home as well so here we go i was gonna say like man i would love to be part of the bay area dude project because i felt actually I, I this was this was on my heart i came home from uh from the Bay Area because a good mentor of mine passed away, um so we went to uh, New Hope in Union City and had us yep. and we went and, and we're Bishop Fields and I, we were singing and all that and I I was getting sad because I was like man my 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 people's like. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I left all my people and I was like man I want to do something back for the Bay Area I was like I'm doing all this music and opportunities for Las Vegas but I would love to give back because Vegas is my now but but the Bay Area it was it's home. your heart that's, that's that's home and just to be able to do something um because there's so many choirs so many artists there's so many people that is in the Bay Area that is just man they haven't did anything yet and I just know if there was a project, like, live in the Bay Area. Absolutely. Center, like, a, live at Love Center. That'd be dope. That'd be, like, yeah. the new <laughs> the new experience of Love Center or something. That would be something. dope. Yeah, and I used to play
1: for the Bay Area Seminar Choir. Uh, Daryl Norman was the director. Uh, the hit was He's All Right, He's All Right With Me. I played for the Bay Area Seminar Choir as a drummer. And uh, I learned, like I said, I learned organ by watching a young man, Maverick Howard. I used to go to Daryl Norman's rehearsals all the time. My sister sang with Daryl Norman. So I used to go to his rehearsals, watching Maverick Howard taught me about playing piano and playing organ and going back and forth between the two. Uh, And then watching Helen Stevens, I used to go to her house and just watch my sister do piano lessons with her. That was amazing. You know, was people like Daryl Coley walking through the living room, right. you know, so all of those years in the Bay, you know, just kind of blessed me to get where I am. And it is my heart's desire to go back home and do a major project there.
0: Well, you got somebody to help you with it. Thank Obviously, you, family. Whatever resources I can have, man, mm-hmm. I'm I'm there for it. Even Thank if you, it's man. background singing and bringing the rest of my tenors from back home with me. Come on, I, sir. I'm, I'm telling you that is it's definitely a heart's desire this was God sent and a golden connection because I was just talking to my wife about doing something back wow back um I, I almost went to a back I I, I had like a tear moment because I was obviously I went to a funeral and I was like man yeah. maybe I should just move back to the bay but I was just like no God sent me here I'm assigned here Vegas, y'all y'all can't get rid of me so um <laughs> cool. but it, it's definitely something I I would love to be part of that project because yes, yeah, the Bay area, that's, that's home. So oh, I have to ask this. So as a professor, that that's an Avenue that a lot of musicians look at as like, that's the passing the torch. That's the, that's the cultivating the next generation. Listen. How is, how is that journey and how did you get into that journey of becoming a professor um, at Benedict college? So, I'm a
1: graduate of Benedict. Uh, My wife is a graduate of Benedict. Um, Two of my kids graduated from Benedict, and my mom and my wife's mom graduated from Benedict. So, after traveling and doing a lot of different things in different parts of the world and working with, uh, my the first college I worked with was Virginia Union University in Richmond, Virginia, and I worked with them and Uh, did some projects there with Virginia Union. And then I got a call from my alma mater, Benedict College, they said, hey, we need you to come home and just kind of revamp the choirs and the music, uh, the choir department. So um, uh, they've given me scholarships. Uh, I've been recruiting students across the country. Uh, Even if your listeners have students, young people that are graduating high school wanna go to college. They sing, but they want to major in something different. As long as they sing on the choir, I can give them a scholarship, even if they major in mathematics or they major in psychology. As long as they sing on the choir, I can give them a scholarship. And my goal is to get young people into school um, who may not have the resources, but they have the determination. So, you know, it's been a blessing to be able to help young people all across the country, Lauren Byrd was my first graduate, I thank God for her, and she springboarded a lot of other people to, you know, really want to go after it. So we're grabbing young people of all ages. I think Lauren was in her early 30s when she started, but she wanted to go to school. I said, hey, let's go get it. So, you know, to be a blessing to the black community and to grab young students from all across the country and get them into college. Uh, Those are things that, you know, really, you see the results and you really feel that you're doing something phenomenal because you're helping the next generation to move
0: forward. Well, one thing I could definitely say is you're embedding your legacy. Because one thing that somebody could always remember is how someone helped. It's not even about. the material it's not about the uh the the things that we usually think it is it's usually man I remember this person helped me get here Absolutely. this will open the door like I um perfect example uh Jay Banfield ta- uh, taught me about computers which I've yeah. been profession for going on 12 to 13 years now wow and I remember being the 18 year old kid and graduating from Antioch High, lost scholarship for Fresno State for football. Wow. Didn't know what to do, and I, there was a program called Year Up. Uh, shout out to the program Year Up, and Jay Banfield opened it up in the Bay Area in San Francisco. I was in class one. I thought right. it was fake. I was like, "Y'all gonna pay me to go to school and learn about computers, and then put me in one of these Fortune five hundred companies?" Right. I eventually went to Wells Fargo and got hired on, and been working in the IT corporate since. And it's just like, but I could never forget the people who brought me, that that me that saw more than the little black kid that's from Richmond that went to school and played football in Antioch and and actually went to and want to be more. And I I thank those people that pour into me and my mentors and and all those things. So I know what you're doing. Because I've seen that in my own life, it's impactful where they can sit there and be like, when they're now not 18, but they're 30 and they're in their careers, and they sit there and be like, man, elderhood to be up. If it wasn't for elder, you start hearing those things. If it wasn't for elder, I wouldn't be here. You know, that's absolutely and passing the torch. A lot of people think it's about all the awards. No, I think it's more about when you die, your name lives on when people could be like, I was impacted. This Absolutely. person, this person instilled, you know, your phrases like, you know, um, God rest his soul, uh, Pastor Mt Thompson out mm-hmm. in Mount Zion. You know, I, I, I loved when he would preach. You go, uh, ah, and right, and, and, it, and it stuck in my head till this day. Um, and one, you pass on things where you, even though you're not physically here, you pass on a mm-hmm. legacy of people that you instilled in so i think that's just that's dope and i just encourage anybody everybody out there pastors preachers everybody's scared to pass the torch your legacy <laughs> lives on that's when right you, when you train up the next generation because then you continue through the people that you instilled in that's I right th- i think that's just powerful that's that's something that you even see in the bible People struggled with it, but they still had to realize it was important and it was needed. That's so right. what outside of everything, everything that we've talked about, what is outside of music or anything? What other new projects that you might have coming up?
1: So I'm actually working on two uh, Broadway presentations. Mm-hmm. Um uh one is i can one of them i can mention uh is the story of winnie mandela and i'm okay. working on that bringing that story to broadway uh there's one other that i'm working on bringing to broadway um and then working on a project with mike winens as well uh so you know god has blessed me to have and all of this came because of relationships you know it didn't you know it wasn't a, you know i'm Super, more talented than everybody, because everybody's extremely talented. But if you can't cultivate relationships, you end up being talented by yourself, right? You know, so I, you know, I've, uh, Mike Wein has been a friend of mine for years, uh, and uh, many of these and uh, different relationships. Uh, one of my musicians who used to play for me on my records, um, he started playing on Broadway. And actually wrote the music The Greatest Showman and the music for Memphis, and he did the Respect movie with Jennifer Hudson. So he's pulling me into some Broadway things as well. My son is on is doing the the Michael Jackson show that's traveling on Broadway. I think it's either I think it was either I think it was in the Bay Area already. Um, he's the bass player for that show. So you know, God has opened the doors for me to work in different avenues, Broadway. Um, uh, you know just uh, expanding my borders so I'm grateful to God for that
0: amen and and I I think that is one thing that's amazing is that you said the key thing if anybody w- didn't take anything else cultivate your relationships right. and and cultivating your relationships mean build a relationship with people yeah not- not just call them when, they, when you need something. I mean, just, just be a friend. How about that? Just a, yeah, just be a friend. Show thyself friendly. You know, love and yeah. kindness, all the, those type things where you could be able to be like, hey, you good? That Sometimes you could just text and say, you good? How was your day? You good? Absolutely. Right, cool. And then you ain't got to bother nobody if you feel like you bother somebody. Because when you start building these relationships, it's not about what you can give. It's about how you could be a support. And those are two Definitely. different things and um that was deep so any independent artist that was listening anybody that's really trying to to blow up their ministry remember relationships and that everybody ain't coming for you i I had to say that right everybody ain't you know people go through things because you know part of relationship is that well i built the relationship pastor jay and guess what when i built the relationship i I, I reached out and they didn't say nothing back. Well, they could have had a bad day or they could be sick or there's so many right. things. It could be anything. It could be anything. Can you, yeah. it, Like, like my song say, can I get a little grace? I'm just saying, Come like on, <laughs> you got to give grace sometimes to people because you don't know what people are going through, especially in the holidays. Okay. So I definitely want to say, I feel like I'm talking to a legend. Like, I'm, my brother thank you sir I feel like this is dope and you come from the same soil as me and it's it, it feels dope to talk to people that you know it's from the same soil because like we family as bay arians we 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 taught the game we are the game we understand the game to the fullest and it's just like man um this was dope one thing i want to tell you and i i want you to know is that i appreciate the, the time that you spent with us, because that's something that's the most valuable thing you could give, and that's time. Absolutely. Yes, sir. So I appreciate Thank you for that. My um, pleasure. And one, one last thing I would ask from you is, what would be your encouraging words? Just any type of encouraging words, parting words, words of wisdom.
1: Yeah, so I took my son a few years ago uh, to meet Sting right? And Sting is like one of the well-known artists around the world. And so my son had just signed a major record deal and I took him, so we go to this meeting with Sting and we got a chance to ask him a question. And I said to Sting, I said, well, I said, what advice would you give my son? He just signed a record deal and he's about to do music and you've been doing this for a long time. And I know exactly, we know who you are. We have great respect for you. What would you, you know, what words of wisdom would you give my son? And Sting said, "Find God." He said, "No matter what is going on in your life, he said, you have to find God and find your place in God, because when you, when you cultivate your relationship with God, the other things will start to make sense." But trying to do it without God will take you to a place that may be so destructive that you don't recover. And it's mm. not worth it. You need God in your life to walk you through. You know, none of us has gotten, a, gotten it perfect. We've all made mistakes over the years, had good days and bad days, right days and wrong days. But at the end of the day, trust God and let God be the driving force behind everything you do. You know, give him the glory every day. Give him the glory and all the great things, and even in spite of the bad things, still give God glory and watch and see if He won't guide you through your life.
0: Amen, That Find God and like how He's and how you said, with eyes on Him, you got to trust Him too. So you're bringing it full circle. See, I'm told you, I'm a Baptist preacher. I, I, Come on, preacher. I could bring it. I could bring it full, full circle. All. all yeah, so. um one thing i definitely want to say is you family now i told you thank you um i'm i'm, I'm whatever support you need for this bay area uh absolutely oh that's dope that's a dope name the bay area revival that i am here for it i'm here for us to support it any way that i it. can um thank you my brother any way i can and i just want to thank you for coming on tonight you you family whatever project you got whatever you're doing let me know uh, Got radio behind you to help you whatever you need thank you my brother it's been an honor and um uh let's stay in
1: touch and we're brothers now so let's go get it
0: oh yeah let's go i'm, I'm telling you and if, and everybody else out there if you just coming in right now man you missed out on, I, I fool man you i don't know what you was doing <laughs> We started late so that you could come in early. See, you was Absolutely. on time She was late. Come on. But come on now. But I want you to make sure that you download the Anointed Radio app. Make sure you follow us at all social media platforms. And we're on all the podcast platforms. You heard it. All the podcast platforms, Set title. It's very easy for me to just say it like that. So you could go find us on iHeartRadio, uh, Pandora, um, stitcher apple spotify where you could watch the video just like this shout out to all my youtube people all my youtube make sure that you share like subscribe hit the bell so that you can subscribe and all my face all my instagram people this is week too hey all instagram people make sure you share like and and, and ping y'all watch it live on instagram and soon enough in the new year we're going to have a new app for the anointed radio app so right now um it, we're working on development and we're going to be back on TV, y'all. So the fire TV for for and and all the Roku. We was down for a minute, but we had to come back and restructure. You see, we have a new logo, you know, the black and white is just beautiful. And you could be able to see all the great Episodes, interviews that we've done with great people like Elder David, it, like tonight, like tonight was a great interview. And if you missed it, you need to go back and watch it and share it with some people. So, and he he even threw scholarships out there. I don't know where y'all at. He threw scholarships. Your kids Come on. and your kids' kids want to go to Benedict, and they could just sing. Come on now, that's an opportunity. Somebody talking about man, my baby ain't got to college yet. Well, can't you sing? Well, go ahead right. and send it, send it this way. So, um, everybody, make sure you guys follow us. Stay tuned with us. And remember, it's still a holiday. We're going into the new year. So, get your resolutions together. Get the things you're going to leave in 2023 here. And get your mind together. And like I always say, I'm going to say it to the first of the year. Because I, I know I've been preaching this to y'all. Make sure you go check on your people. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people... Through stuff, a lot of people are dealing with mental health, a little uh, issues like we, we talked about cultivating a relationship earlier. Where, where some people go through stuff, it ain't about you, sometimes it's about what they're going through. So, if you can keep that mindset and give grace to people and say, You know what, it ain't all it, that's not normal of them, check in on them and watch how God will bless your life. Because when you serve God's people, God gives you the desires of your heart. You didn't read that in the Bible? Go read it. I'm telling you, it's there. It's right there. Serve God's people and you watch the desires of your heart open up. Amen. So with that, make sure you check on your people. Make sure that you stay healthy. RSV is real. It is real. It is the new COVID. I have caught it. It has damaged a lot of my vocal cords. So I have to go do all my remedies. And y'all know I got my, my tea remedy book. Creole tea remedies in Amazon store. You know, I'm, I'm drinking all my remedies. Big mama taught me. So make sure that you go and get your remedies, which is my book. $20 in Amazon store. You go get it. It, it. It'll bless your life. So yes. um, stay healthy. Wash your hands. Drink, drink a lot of tea. Clear out honey. Make sure that you stay well. And keep loving on your people. That's right. There's enough haters out there. Don't become one. Don't become a hater because I might hate on you. Become a lover and love people. Blessed be the peacemakers. Amen. So with that, much love. We'll see you guys next week. And we'll stay. stay. I'll see you in the new year. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody.